Hello again, I'm Barry. And I'm Shannon. And welcome to this week's episode of Murder We Pod, where we're going to be uh, looking at Season 1, Episode 5, It's a Dog's Life. Yep, woof. Woof, woof. <laughs> uh, okay. You're better at that than I am. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Did. I don't know which note you were going for some of those ones, but anyway. Uh, so tonight we have It's a Dog's Life, and I've decided to uh, read Judah's synopsis because it's so it's better well than we written. Had. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a mild uh, edit at the end just to avoid the spoilers, but he says that a rich old white man is killed in a fox hunt and his will leaves nearly everything to the dog. But when the family drunk gets decapitated by the front gate, the dog, or rather Jessica's cousin Abby, the horse trainer, is the prime suspect. Luckily, old JB comes through with a demonstration at the inquest that proves who the real killer really was, is, was. Is, soon is. to be, will be. <laughs> so, on to the, talk about the episode. Night on Murder, she wrote. So, indeed, uh, we open up the episode and uh, obviously we're going to meet, again, another one of what must be an increasingly extended family for Jessica. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, oh, she's not a Fletcher. This one's not a Fletcher, yeah. Yeah. So although we don't know what the other one's surnames like were, but yeah. yeah. So we we see horses, uh, and then some suspicious feet, accompanied by suspicious music. It's very clear from the very beginning. Can I before we do this? Where is this taking place? Where does it take place in Virginia? Somewhere in how do we know it's Virginia? Did I miss something end, somewhere? That it's says? mentioned in the courthouse. It's mentioned in the courthouse. I must have missed it. I was trying to... The whole time, I'm trying to figure it out. Um, as one of our listeners put it earlier, everybody has a different accent in this episode. Um, and it's really hard to tell where anybody's from. Well, I think what's clear is that, apart from Jessica and I think the lawyer, everyone else is just using their normal voice. Yeah, because well, Trish the... is quite southern sounding. Yeah. But none of the rest sound as southern as she does. Oh, apart from the lawyer. And the lawyer. Yeah. But the lawyer sounds like he's doing a stereotype. Yeah. I do declare. So, yeah, even the house. Like, I really want to know where it was filmed. Mm. Because the house, I couldn't figure out where it was from. Because it definitely had, like, Southern Plantation vibes. Mm. But it also very much, like, the surrounding landscape still looked very much Northern California. And something about the house also screamed Northern California to me. But I'm not entirely sure what it was. I don't know how much budget they had for cross-country shooting. Yeah. um, Anyway, yeah. So, we see some feet (laughs) and um, some suspicious music. And someone feeds a horse called sawdust uh, a pill. Yes, but they actually just put out this their hand and yeah. the horse gobbles it up. That's Horses said, do not must, eat pills like that. It must taste good, those pills, because yeah. that horse is right in there I like think, a sugar cube. I think it was just a sugar cube, yeah. and Jessica later poisons the horse. Do you think that's, yeah. this is again her malicious yeah. actor? <laughs> so anyway, horse gets fed. It, it's definitely a woman. Mm. It looks, I, I watched it yes, and thought, it looked, that's definitely it a woman. like hairless arms. Yeah, just sort of smaller body, Mm. sort of, yeah. And then we cut to uh, a party. It's a fox hunting party. I I wrote down very Tory. (laughs) Everybody seems exactly as you would imagine. Um, Who has fox hunting parties? Well, uh, people in in the south-ish. 
in the 80s, maybe they still did this, I don't know. But there's a woman pouring a drink uh, into it for, for some guy, uh, and but another one's another man's not happy. It turns out this is uh, Spencer, the brother is the unhappy one. He storms over uh, when he turns out this is his sister flirting with some guy. I'm not sure he really storms over. He looks he, like... I don't know. I think he was just more like teasing. Like, oh, mm. you found another one, huh? Wow. To her. Well, because then he goes, uh, it's a, a shame that Anthony's wife couldn't make it here. Mm-hmm. And makes a big point of it. Uh, but the sister, oh. the, the sister Cleo doesn't care. No, she says... <laughs> Anthony does look at least a little bit like he's annoyed. Yeah. Trish says that her brother can't stand seeing anyone have a good time. And then leans over and whispers, whispers something, something yeah, into yeah. Anthony's yeah, ear. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, oh. Oh, oh, oh. And the brother says, don't be flattered. She says that to all the boys. Mm. Ew. Yeah. Is talking about your sister like that? Yeah, no, matter, no matter how drunk and yeah. scandalous she is, you don't say that about your sister. Gross. And then we see a niece arrive who is apparently into electronic electronics yeah. and metal music. But then it Sounds more like electronic music is what they were talking about. Do you about, think this was supposed to be a red herring later? I, I don't know. Like, maybe, but yeah, they did. Because it they never, never bring comes up back again. again. Yeah, so no, the only really thing weird. I could think of at the end was when, you know, there was yeah, all the, the yeah, the yeah. security gate and all yeah. of that. Like maybe we were supposed to think that she'd she, hacked yeah. it or somehow or something. Well, she didn't look like she, she cared about anything. No. Uh, she, yeah. yeah. Did I, I had a lot of trouble understanding things that people were saying in this mm. episode. Did you have that? I don't know. I don't, I don't recall when. I, I recall it being hard to follow. Generally, yeah. I I don't know if it's because I'd had the, we'd had the air conditioner on all day, kind of <laughs> buzzing in my head or something. Right. But I I had to rewind several scenes mm. multiple times, and a few of the times I still didn't actually figure out what they said. Well, the the niece is introduced as this electronics fan and metal mm. music lover, and then uh, another sister this time Morgana apparently who's some sort of psychic or believer in psychics um, uh, who pops pops her head in to comment. Uh, and she actually says uh, that she can contact a, a psychic healer to help um, her sister, is it? I think it's her sister. She says something about, we can get, we can get a psychic healer to help uh, because he puts oh, all the yeah. psych- no, psychiatrists he... to shame. Well, I think what happened is that he's so... Trish, the drunk, lecherous right. yeah. sister, wanders off, and um, Trish and and sorry and and she wanders off with Anthony, the man, the yeah. married man that she's flirting with, and Echo quips, "Whatever will Trish do if the world runs out of married men?" And Spencer then says that Trish needs treatment. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then that's when Morgana, Morgana says, "My astro projectionist puts mm. all the phony psychiatrists to shame." Mm. But can I just back up for a minute? Because also, um, Echo. Go. Yeah, so the so Echo let's let's just do a quick family tree mm. here. So we haven't met Denton Langley yet. He's mm. the father of these horrible children. There's Spencer, the brother. Son. Is he the oldest? I think so. It, it kind yeah. of it yeah. There's Trish, who's the lecherous drunk, and there's Morgana, who I thought was Organa for half the episode. Mm. And then Organa's daughter is Echo. So Morgana's this like psychic crazy yeah yeah ghost lover Um, certainly not a badger (laughs) but so trish clarifies at one point wait what did i spence (laughs) so the blonde the 
Echo, the sister, yeah. the, 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 the niece the slash niece. daughter. Um, at one point, she kind of says something to Spencer, and Spencer tells her to go play with her electronic toys like a good little girl, and that just seemed really gross to mm. me as well. So this family definitely has issues. Yeah. But then we cut out to see Jessica and Denton, the patriarch. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, I forgot yeah, about this. Yeah. Discussing horse paintings. And he's po- is he poking at the horse painting uh, with like uh, his fox beating stick? stick? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is. And he Je- doesn't have it later. Jess says she's been warned about him. Wait, wait, no, but is first he, he's pointing uh, at this picture he and he's saying, about, look at those yeah, withers yeah, on that horse. Like, first of all, he's not pointing at the withers of the horse. The wither is the bone that sticks out the back of the horse just under the mane. Mm. Like, and oh, look at those withers, like all gross-like. Yeah. Like, ugh. She says so. she's been warned about him, which is... Uh, I think 1980s code for sex pest. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Tom was then introduced. Yes. Who is the Denton's best friend. He kind of seems like... Tom kind of made me think it was like the Virginia version of Ethan. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He was a nice, <laughs> nice, helpful man who yeah. didn't, uh, didn't disgrace himself in any way. Also, I'd like to point out that at this point, Jessica's drinking coffee out of a crystal mug. That's right. Well, yes. she asks for another drink. He asks her, he offers her a drink and she says, yeah, coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom, yeah, so she's uh, Jess is sharing a cottage with her cousin, it turns mm-hmm. out, while she's staying there. Um, I, to be honest, I even thought that sounded like a euphemism. <laughs> what you're doing, sharing a cottage with my co- cousin, it just seems a bit weird. I, I, I didn't get anything. that. No. But... Just before they get introduced, actually, uh, so just before Tom gets introduced to her, so as Denton and Jessica enter the room, the camera pans left to follow them as they mm-hmm. travel from the right-hand side of the shot. And as they get towards the middle of the room, they both look down <laughs> and you see on the floor, there's <laughs> tape on the floor. I saw this mentioned yeah. on IMDb, but yeah. I, didn't actually, I didn't see it myself. So you can see them, they stop, they look down. It's terrible. It's really <laughs> terrible. I mean, they've obviously not framed the shot correctly anyway because they've got it in shot. Right. But B... As actors, as you'd think, you know, Jess, you know, but um, Angela Lansbury certainly mm-hmm. has done a lot of theatre work. She must know how to find her mark without looking down at <laughs> the ground and then looking back up again. Can I back up for just a second, all the way back to the beginning credits? As I was watching the beginning credits this time, I was looking, do you think those are actually Angela Lansbury's hands typing on that typewriter? Yeah, uh, I think they are. Do you? Because you never see. Yeah. yeah. See, do you remember the one in uh, San Francisco mm-hmm. when when you saw her hands yeah, uh, yeah, done yeah. on the cushion? And I thought yeah. they weren't her hands. And I looked back and I checked, but they are her hands. Mm. But they look very different when I yeah. think you put the light on them like that. And it's and just it's... the way the way the whole beginning is filmed because you never mm. see her hands at the typewriter yeah. when you see her face. Yeah. So anyway, back to the story. So Tom goes to get another drink and uh, uh, and. Denton, I think, says that's poor, poor Tom. He is. Oh yeah, because he only owns six hundred acres, mm-hmm. uh, adjacent to Denton's considerably larger estate. Yeah, and um, he kind of was like, "Oh well, poor me." Yeah, he's. I think Tom is quite happy in life. He's I think a... he's he's recognised that six hundred acres is more than enough. For yeah. A person. <laughs> um, and then uh, Denton toasts to love, to life, love, and a good set of withers. Um, so Tom um, says to Jessica that it's great to meet a world famous writer Mm. and she quips back with I may be a world famous writer but I'm an infamous writer 
Rider. Rider. All right. Like horse rider. Right. Okay. So uh, she's good at wordplay. She's an author. Yay. Like a substitute English teacher. Like a substitute English teacher. So now we meet uh, Abby, mm-hmm. who is Jessica's niece. Yep. She's told that Denton has been trying to get Jess drunk. And she rightfully calls him an old lech. Yep, which is exactly what he is. And it's sort of implied that she has feelings for him later yeah, on as she, well. She really leans into him here, but she looks uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah me too. Hashtag but, me too, girl. Because Come he on. seems to be uh, touching her as yeah. well. And she says, how am I supposed to get any work done? And it's like, it's just mm. peak hashtag time here. This is just yeah. awfully uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, I actually thought maybe at this point, because I wasn't sure what was happening, I thought maybe the actress was actually the one that was, un- like, she was actually, actually uncomfortable. Mm. It's good acting. Yeah. Not. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, it was hard to tell. But she's an animal trainer. Yep. So it seems like the family has their own animal trainers. Yep, and Tom's, or and Denton says that she's such a great trainer that she'll even have his Guernseys jumping through hoops. Yeah, I don't quite get this. Again, I didn't realise, maybe I'm wrong, but I sort of thought that most of the time most animal trainers were really, you know, you were a horse trainer Mm. or a dog trainer. You you don't tend to get, I didn't think, people who do both, especially that different scale of animals. Well, you're definitely not going to be training Guernseys. Well, yeah, you (laughs) might. You probably won't get them to. But no, I mean, well, I suppose, I suppose... I know a few people that are into horse training and are also quite good at training dogs. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the theories cross over, you know. I yeah. mean, Pavlovian responses and Skinner. But I think with dog training, you're a lot more into, here's some food, do what yeah. I ask. Whereas with horse training, it's a lot more sort more. of cajoling and, mm. and, and you know, encouraging and things. A lot of beating, as we see later on. <laughs> well, apparently... So uh, the family propose a toast to Denton's 80th. It's apparently yeah. his 80th birthday. So they're well. having a celebratory fox hunt yeah. for his 80th birthday. Nothing quite like rubbing the blood of a fox on you for help you feel alive. Yeah. He doesn't seem happy uh, and introduces us to his dog, Teddy. Yep. Um, who is a delightful little... He's uh, a little beagle. Little, uh, running in. Be- is he a beagle? Is he? I'm pretty sure he's a beagle. He yeah. seemed a bit long-legged for yeah. a beagle, but I think so, that's... Yeah what he was but it's horse riding time now oh, but when the dog runs and all the kids all yeah, of Denton's the, children the, are like oh that dog yeah, he's a cute little dog <laughs> I mean it's the not hell? like the dog's done anything wrong mm-hmm. but I think they're just jealous because yeah. obviously Denton likes the dog more than his children yeah so, yep. so now we're on to horse riding time yes and here comes Trish just like stumbling along behind the horses and along and she takes one last swig of her drink and then throws the glass on the ground and goes to get up on her horse. And Abby tells her that's not a good idea to ride in her condition because it's dangerous for the horse. Mm. Uh, I don't I don't really see that it's that dangerous for the horse. Horses tend to be fairly good robust. At, yeah. <laughs> but Trish basically tells her to shut up. And um, she says that once Denton's dead, yeah. she's getting sacked. Yeah. Um... And so Jessica's witnessing this whole thing. Um, Trish gets on the horse and trots off, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica comes along and says to Abby, oh, what was that all about? And Abby says, around here, some of the real beasts walk on two legs. Um, then Denton calls Jessica and Abby over. Um, he's picked out some horses for them. And Jessica is immediately taken with sawdust and yeah. she calls Sadas, oh, this old grey, yeah. which I don't Looks think the horse looked particularly old. Right, just grey, so. 
Yeah, but he, she says old, and then they yeah. later say, oh, yeah, this is... Because um, then... Um, yeah, looks old. Yeah. Denton says um, that sawdust is too ancient for anyone but him. Yeah. Um, and it, the horse hasn't done anything but trot in years. Um, they all laugh and go off to kill some foxes. What does the fox say? Ah! <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> um, so the security guard, we later learn, or possibly hear that his name is Barnsley. Mm. I think maybe they do say his name here, but I couldn't understand it. Mm. Um, so Barnsley's given the cue to open the gates. So we see inside the security room for the first time. Mm. And it is exactly what you would expect a 1980s TV it's a set security, of a security room, yeah. room to look like. There's one guy in a security guard uniform staring at these two tiny little screens that are buttons. super curved and glassy mm. and like big buttons. Lights. One big button like that's mm. like two and no like th- like five inches by five inches. These massive buttons and one says four gate feet one. by four feet. <laughs> Nine hundred miles. <laughs> gate one and then another massive button that says gate two and then another massive button that says gate three um so they open the gates and then we get this lovely beethoven the, uh, sixth yeah. and and some beautiful cinematography here <laughs> as we <laughs> follow the horses which is which is very nice and and actually is, is a perfectly fine um mm-hmm. but then we get the close-up of denton oh god who is Clearly a man who is both A, not on a horse, <laughs> and and B, never been on a horse. Never been on a horse. I don't know what, what he thinks he's he's acting as. But I don't understand these, whenever they do this yeah. as well, where they film from a really low angle. Mm. To I guess it's to make you think that you're looking up yeah, at up somebody at on a horse, yeah, but yeah. it just looks so awkward because yeah. where they're filming from, it would be like inside the horse's leg. Yeah. Like, it's this, the most odd angle. So, yeah, he's walking along um, on the horse, and Abby comes over and talks to him for a minute, and then he tells her to ride ahead, um, because she he, she doesn't want to be poking around with an old man like that, like him. And then he says something like, oh, if he were 10 years younger, and she laughs kind of nervously. He's 80, mind you, and she's 30, maybe? <laughs> maybe. So, if he, if he was only 70, yeah. you know, she'd be in trouble? Ugh. Anyway, she laughs kind of nervously, and then Trish goes whizzing by, making like a police car noise. I don't know what that was. She's like, yeah! Mm-hmm. She's drunk. Yeah. Uh, and we might spooks... find out later on that she's really behind it. So. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> so she spooks Sawdust, who rears up and then bolts. Mm-hmm. And then we get the really terrible mm-hmm. horse riding. It's a good job Denton didn't just fall off when he reared up. Because otherwise, yeah. this whole plan would have gone to waste. Yeah, just fallen on nice soft ground. But this, this, I mean, before yeah, it was bad yeah. when he, they were walking along at a slow pace, and yeah. he, we were getting these close ups. But this horse, yeah, galloping away with him, and he's just sort of sitting nonchalantly yeah. on top of what must be like he's a soft. barrel in a sound studio. Yeah, uh, he maybe on a, uh, like a laundry machine that's gently vibrating. Um, I don't even down, think it was that. But he he wasn't yeah. moving at yeah. all. He, he, just... he, he was vibrating. He wasn't. <laughs> He wasn't. He certainly wasn't on a panicked horse. The worst fake horse riding ever. Brilliant. And then, then, then he sees a bench and a, a hedge. and hedge and just leaps Again, over it. I don't think horses don't normally. You know, are they going to run towards obstacles to jump over when there's so many, so much clear? Yeah. To, no, that horse would have just kept running, running somewhere nice, else. Yeah. I mean, didn't have to jump. I mean, maybe if it thought. I mean, yeah. yeah. Horses are. Yeah. Well, they are horses dumb. are dumb. Yeah. yeah. 
But at the same time, they're also lazy. Yeah. They're massive animals jumping over a head. That was a huge hedge, and there's uh, well, a, bench a, a bench in front, in front of, it. of it. Yeah, I mean that thing had to leap like good a good ten feet probably. Yeah, it's definitely a plot yeah. device yeah. though. Um, and actually, I kept having like flashbacks to Gone with the Wind from in this episode mm. as well. So Scarlett O'Hara's dad dies, right. yeah. and at one point, and shortly, um, Trish really sort of gave me Scarlett O'Hara vibes as well. So. But um, he, he, as the horse leaps over the thing, he goes, Tally ho! <laughs> and waves his little whip around. And, oh. and then Jessica and uh, Abby run up to the. Uh, they've gotten off their horses at this point. Yeah. And they just run up. I don't know where their horses mm. are. Um, and we just see dead, Denton dead. lying on the ground yeah. dead but with the, his helmet next to him. Why didn't his helmet stay on his head? And, and the dog licking him. Oh, and the dog licking his mm. head. Um, mm, and then we cut to the sheriff looking at Denton's body, and then he just throws his jacket yeah, over his head. <laughs> just over the head, and just dumps the jacket. <laughs> really weird. And then for some reason, he walks over to Jessica and Abby, and Abby's, like, absolutely distraught. Yeah. And the sheriff looks at Jessica and says, anything I can do for you, Mrs. Fletcher. Yeah, I think it feels like there's a missing scene here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, and Tom's comforting Abby. Mm-hmm. And Jess says, when she's asked, is there anything to do? She goes, well, yeah, I want that horse tested. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think that was normal for a horse, so mm-hmm. why, don't you, why don't you go and do a blood test on the horse? Because yep. she thinks it was drugged. Or something. Like, she thinks it was drugged. Yeah, no, he does. She does. I don't... I feel like I would have trouble jumping to that conclusion. Mm. Like, horses get spooked. Maybe it's just the horses I've always been around in my life. <laughs> but horses are dumb, and mm. they get spooked easily. Even the most quote, bomb-proof horse is going to spook sometimes, especially if something... Like, no. what happened... That situation, I think, was fairly a natural reaction for that horse. But, um... Well, we, we, yeah. cut, we cut into uh, an interior shot now with Abby and Jess. Oh, sorry, no. Because the sheriff says, oh, well, at least the old boy had a full life. Yeah. And well, then Jessica says, not only does she think that the horse... She says, I don't think the horse wanted to... Or I don't think Denton wanted to take that jump. Mm. Like, they seem to have forgotten that the horse had spooked at all. Mm. Like, oh, I don't think he meant to go over that jump. No, of course he didn't mean to go over that no. jump. Who would go over that massive hedge? That wasn't a jumping hedge. That was just a hedge. Yeah, indeed. Although I'm not sure I'd have been shouting tally-ho. I'd have probably been shouting, Fah! And Tom-, <laughs> Tom says that the horse was running like sea, bis- sea biscuits. Mm. And then they say a calm old horse like that just doesn't suddenly go wild. So, yeah, anyway, yeah. Abby and Jess, and, uh, Jess is packing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because it, it turns out the blood tests are all clear. Mm-hmm. Nothing nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. But Abby says, well, you know, there are drugs that could have uh, left the system quicker than the blood test would have come back. And, mm-hmm. you know, which is the kind of thing that Jess usually brings to the party. Yeah. She usually wanted to say that. Because she says, I feel foolish, tests don't yeah. lie. Yeah. It's like, well, Jessica. Yeah, she should remember him. But of course, the real thing is that nobody's, uh, none, none of her family members have been arrested yet, so she's under no motivational uh, yeah, need to act. Yeah, she doesn't care. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, I had a sort of intellectual curiosity that I might be something in the blood, but it's not, I don't give a... I actually just realised we never figure out what happened, what, like, they, what did they give this horse? It's no. not ever really made clear. Like no, they don't. I don't think they tell you the specific. I don't think they tell you. No. But. Anyway, um, Jessica then sits down next to Abby and says, um, "I know how you felt about him," 
And Abby, yeah, Abby's weird. like, what do you mean? I admired him. And Jessica kind of gives her this look like, yeah, yeah like, like, I know you wanted to shag him. Mm. The 80-year-old man. Yeah. So Jessica's like, all right, I'll stay a bit longer. So Jessica's in for at least a little while. And then we... Well, because zoom. Abby Abby persuades her or tries to persuade her that she thinks one of the relatives did it for mm. the money. And I, I suppose maybe then she's trying to imply that she might be in danger. She's certainly going to get the sack. Yeah. So maybe that's why she's trying to get yep. her super genius cousin to stay. <laughs> so then we zoom in on the house mm. and there's a big black wreath on the front door. Right. Um, and uh, we go inside and there's Trish as I said before, all Scarlet O'Hara up. She's wearing all black except mm-hmm. for a big old red and white bow around her neck. Like, <laughs> like uh, it looks awful. Um, so this is this is the, the will, will reading. reading. Yeah. And um, Morgana has seen portents in the tea leaves. Yes, yes. And Spencer's not happy. He's like, no, shut up. Um, but he also he asks. Trish, if she's nervous about what's going mm. to happen, and he says, "Do you think the old man's going to pull a fast, fast one, one on us?" Well, he certainly did. Um, <laughs> and Trish points out that Abby, the quote stable nanny, isn't there. Um, and so I, I, I think she's kind of suspecting that maybe Abby yeah, has already received yeah. the money mm. and buggered off or mm. something. Um, but then Marcus Boswell He's shows Denton's up. Denton's attorney. This is Denton's attorney, and he flirts with Echo a bit. It was a bit awkward. Um, but then they get down to business. He opens up the TV cabinet mm. to open this largish cabinet. 80s style TV and a huge VCR. Yeah. And he whips out his VCR take tape. And uh, I thought, great. This is the classic 80s video, video will. will. Yeah. And <laughs> Boswell says this is the latest in will technology. That's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, what would have been better would have been a Will Laserdisc. <laughs> now, that would have been the latest. It was too early for Laserdisc. No, 1970s. No? Really? Laserdisc. Oh. Yeah. Started. So then we get Denton on the TV, and it's exactly how you would have pictured yep. this old... And in a, a wing-back chair with the fire, <laughs> at least sitting there with a smug look in his face for a dead man. Yeah, yeah. Because he must know he's dead. I, I was a bit disappointed this. that he'd be like, if you're playing this, I must be dead. Yep. Like, you usually get that. A, yeah, but, witty banter. Yeah. So um, he says, he points out that this is all legal, what he's done, so don't any of them get any ideas yep. that they can contest any of yeah. this. Um, and he knows that they're all there, but he's he's going to mess with them a bit more and just prolong the suspense to yeah. what they're actually going to get. But he doesn't really. Like, no, he just, it, he does it get just does two it. other people. So. Yeah, so he basically says all the house... Um, the shotgun. The shotgun goes, goes to Tom. The shotgun goes to Tom. Who always wanted it. And the guard gets a bonus... Uh, for protecting all the paintings and all the and house the rest staff, of the yeah. paintings go to the National Gallery yes in Washington yes um and then dun, dun, dun. he gives he does a little speech to each of the children yeah, and yeah, basically yeah, tells them they're all disappointing to him um and he even has a dig at Echo like this yeah. is his granddaughter yeah. like even if his kids are disappointing to him he could have given his granddaughter a chance I don't know but he says, is there something stirring under that unique haircut of yours? Yeah. What was wrong with her hair? Her hair was entirely normal. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was blonde and it wasn't particularly dramatically styled. Or, you know, I could, I, again, it feels like there would, with the 
punk music, other rock music, or metal music that she was supposed to be like, you know, maybe like goth then hair. She or, should or have like, had, yeah, yeah, she should have had a mohawk or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and then she replies, you'll never know, old man. And looks, she actually, she genuinely looked a little bit sad right yeah. at that moment. And I felt like, I really do feel like maybe they had to cut something from Echo's story. Yeah. Because... Echo, there's no reason really for her to be there. No, she doesn't. In the do story, the she doesn't story do anything. Well. No. So they must have edited it at some point, but yeah. already had the actress or something, because yeah. there were a lot of things that didn't. Yeah, it didn't make matter sense or her. make sense. Yeah. Um. So down to business. Marcus Boswell has everything written down as required somewhere. So, um. Then he says, "So here's what you all came for." Um, and the basically, the, estate, the, the rest of the estates, apart from us. A small trust, a small family trust. A small trust. family trust is going to the dog. Yeah. So Teddy inherits. $15 million. And if Teddy dies of anything other than natural causes, mm-hmm. then the SPCA gets it. That's right. If anyone and challenges if it, yes. the will, they are totally cut out, which presumably means totally cut out of the family trust. Yeah. So everybody looks a bit shocked and they cut to Jessica on the phone and she's telling Ethan that she won't be home for a few more days. Abby's very upset as she's convinced someone murdered Denton and JB thinks she's right. I think she's secretly sad because she didn't get him. I think she's a bit sad that she's not getting home to Ethan. Mm. He's got some plumbing. No, no, not Jess. I mean, Abby oh, didn't get anything yeah. the will either. No, that's Despite true. Despite being this weird relationship and having trained these animals and they seem very friendly with her. Yeah. Seems really I mean, maybe she would count it as part of the house help? I don't know. Well, maybe. Because I don't remember how he put it. It, was, it might have been. It felt help. like she should have had something specific in the will. Well, you know. I mean, why didn't he make her the guardian of the dog? A golden dog whistle or something. Yeah. Um. So, where was I? So Jess is on the yep, phone. Right. Yeah, she, yeah. So basically, it's just a quick little. Yeah. Well, it didn't really seem to be much no. of a point there. So then we cut to the arena. Um, Trish is riding the horse. Yeah. And Abby and Morgana are watching. And I don't know why Abby's there watching. She's, I mean, she's the horse trainer, but she's not the person trainer. And it seems like Trish isn't going to listen. She's not there to help Trish. No. So why, I don't Maybe really understand why they're just make sure the horse is there. able to make the jumps. Um, and <laughs> it's sort of filmed as if she's taking, like, she's doing all these, like, big, massive jumps. They're, like, two feet tall jumps. Mm. These are, like, Low tiny. Mm. This, this girl's supposed to have basically been raised around horses. Mm. What are these tiny little jumps that she's doing? But Abby mentions that she's holding the reins too tight. Um, and then the horse misses one of these little jumps, uh-huh. um, hits the bar. And Trish just starts wailing on that horse yeah. with the whip all across the neck. Like, not yeah. even, like... On the end. Yeah. Um, and this pisses off Abby. Yeah. And she goes up and sort of grabs the, the reins and says, A pat on the head is more effective than a kick in the teeth. At this point, Spencer rides into the arena and Trish says, don't give me ideas. Mm. Um, Abby then says, young lady. They're the same age, right? Yeah. Like, well, I, pretty I think everyone looks older, actually. But mm-hmm. yeah. So, young lady, it's high time you learned your manners. Trish says, it's high time you learned your place. <laughs> and at this and point... Spencer says to Abby... Well, Abby says, yeah. if you think you're going to chase me away, you're wrong. And Spencer says she's here to train the horse, not the people. Exactly. Um, but the then... Rider. But then Abby starts to stand up for herself yeah. and says that none of them are her employer. That's right. Teddy, the dog, yeah. is her employer. I don't know how that works. They, I feel like we're in like a completely different universe where dogs are like sentient beings. Yeah. Teddy signed a contract <laughs> with a paw print 
the, the transferred the employment. We'll, we'll get into, into this again more later, yeah. but they really, like, the dog is apparently, like... Like a human being. A, he's yeah. being treated like a human being. Yeah. And he's not. And legally, you cannot treat a dog like a human being. No. That's not how the world works. And I feel... No. But you can leave your money to the dog. You can. Right? That's that, that I'm totally fine. fine with that. Yeah, but realistically, when you do that, what you're doing is leaving somebody else the money to take care yeah. of the dog or a charity the money. To In which case, that's what should have happened here. Abby yeah. should have been given that money to take care of yes. the dog. Not the lawyer. It seems weird that the lawyer yeah, is not the guardian understand. of the dog. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Te- oh, this. Yeah. This she is says only Marcus, the lawyer, could fire her. Yeah. Because she worked for Teddy. And then we learn here that Abby's last name is Freestone. Right. Which I guess comes up later, mm. but it's not that important. Um, Spencer says she's making some serious accusations and she should be careful. I, I don't. Was she? I mean, yeah. And Mor- Morgana then gives a Macbeth warning <laughs> to Abby. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Something um, about. Oh god! It was just a bunch of yeah. a, a Gemini. Your yeah, Gemini is yeah. on decline, and her Capricorns on the rise. And there were three owls, three black yeah, owls right. yeah, on yeah, a tree a... last. No- Wait, I do oh, have Richard a bit about the, the owls. Yeah. It was three owls on a black walnut tree. Sorry, uh, sorry, we were just interrupted by our own little sleuth who came in. She's on her summer holidays, and she's trying really hard to not get in our way and let us do this. But it's hard when you're five. So anyway, back to the story. Um, there were three black owls on an oak tree, and then they suddenly hear some really unhappy horse noises. Uh, so Abby and I don't who was there. I don't know, uh, definitely Abby yeah. goes running in, and there's a horse running out of a stall. Mm. It's the one that Spencer had been riding, and the dog is just going crazy, snapping and barking at him, and Spencer's fending him off with in a, the corner, yeah, with a, chair, with yeah. a bucket. I think it was a bucket, bucket actually, it? yeah. Um, and Abby runs in and says, sit to the dog. And basically the dog's like, yeah, all right. Um, the dog, and she just scoops him up. And Spencer goes storming out of the horse stall and says that the dog needs to be put down. He's gone mad. He went for my horse and then he went for me. Yeah. I mean, it, that seems sensible on the dog's part, I yeah. think. But the- oh, and then Abby actually says, which shows perfectly good sense. Um and then we cut to, oh, did you want to say something? No, I think okay. we could, we go to the sheriff now. Well, we cut to the vet holding right this right comedy-sized right. test tube yeah. full of some mystery liquid. Um, and he says that this this substance, giving it to a dog would be like giving loco weed to a horse. So I assume that's what was given to the horse then. Yeah. So this is the same stuff. But, but yeah, they never found what was, yeah. The dog's been drugged. And the dog is like, super chill in the back of this car now he's got the good drugs now (laughs) um jessica asked if the substance could have had a similar effect on a horse but the vet says that no trace of it was found in the horse um and then not the question yeah yeah. and then the vet says who did the dog bite and abby says nobody Nobody. and he says so why is there blood all over the dog's collar i don't get this because no, later, later they're implying that he's attacked somebody else, but it turns right. out he didn't attack somebody yeah. else. So where did this blood come from? They must have just had some blood. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a lot of things that don't make sense that we will get to. Because this is, in fact, where the neighbor Potts Yeah, so arrives. the sheriff arrives, and this neighbor Potts jumps out of the car, and he's like, there, it's him, that's the dog, he should be put away. Uh, yep, but... Uh... Oh, he was a rabies check. That's what they were doing with the test tube, wasn't it? No, he no, said that because he said this substance. Yeah. It's 
they I don't said they tested him for rabies anyway. Yeah. Um, I think we find that out later. And then Jess wants Abby to return to Maine with her. Jess oh, yeah. So, so yes, we go. I think you're kind of jumping around yeah. here a bit. So the sheriff shows up with the pots guy. <laughs> sheriff shows up with pots. Um, and pans. <laughs> the neighbor. He... <laughs> yep, yeah, shows up with the neighbor. Yeah. Yep. And then we get we cut to Abby's apartment, cottage, cottage. whatever. Um, and Boswell's speaking to her on the phone and says that the dog has been released and they can pick him up. The dog's not rabid. Right. Yeah. JB and Abby then leave the house. And that's when JB is saying that, oh, maybe you should come back to Maine with me. Yeah. And Jessica says, or no, Abby says, please don't treat me like a mental patient. Yeah. Which doesn't, I don't get that. All right. Yeah. Um, is that and, what happens to mental patients? Get invites yeah, to Maine. Yes. <laughs> um, she says, well, you, you're not yourself. And Abby's like, well, isn't that understandable? There's a murderer on the loose. And Jessica says, well, we don't have any proof. And that's what's unsettling for us. She then offers to find out more about the neighbor Potts. Um, and Abby just says he's a notorious liar. Jessica suggests that he probably wants a big lawsuit, which yeah. is reasonable, mm. I guess. And they decide to go talk to Mr. Boswell. Mm. So they go to Boswell's office. Um, all three of them, JB, Abby, and the dog. Just thinking, actually, though, <laughs> the dog has essentially been, like, I don't know, like, uh, what's that word for children who get to leave their parents? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I can't think of oh, it. What's that term again? Not it's, not, it's not manumitted. Yeah. <laughs> it's manumitted is the term for robots. I can't remember the term for... Uh, excuses while well, we Google. Parents. <laughs> uh, oh, what's it called? Emancipation. Emancipation, right. That's yeah, the of word. Course it is. He's like, like a slave. He's been emancipated. <laughs> Do you think he just has free run of the town now? But the, like... what the thing is, he's, he is essentially being treated essentially like a, like an emancipated oh, dog. So who's the suit going to be against? Against the dog. You can't sue an animal, though. You have to sue the owner. This animal doesn't have an owner. I think, I think that's why they said suing the estate. Yeah. But I don't think you could sue the estate. I mean, does the dog I mean, have like, an estate? But you wouldn't treat the dog like that. I mean, the dog has inherited $15 million. So the dog has an estate, I suppose, but... I mean... The way this must be worked out somehow is it's like in a trust for the dog. I think they might just be making this up as they go along. Or there's that. <laughs> I think you might be onto something there because yeah. it gets considerably more ridiculous as this goes on. Well, indeed. And I think we now cut to the lawyer's so office. So we're in the lawyer's office. As I said, the mm. three of them are there. Jessica, Abby, and the dog. Because if yeah. you're going to the lawyer's, you got to take the dog with the you. Client, you mean. You have to take the client with you, of course. Um, So, and at this point, Jessica notes that Boswell has done very well by being the the lawyer for the Langley estate. I don't know what she's basing that on. Yeah, a nice office. He's got a nice office. He may have lots of clients. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So Boswell comes out. Uh, Just before Boswell comes out, the the office gets a call from his stockbroker. No, no, this is after. That's after. So when when he gets two calls, yes, he does. It's been a while since you watched this. I watched it last night. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) So Boswell comes out, and there's Gary is with him. Yeah. And they're talking, um, about and they're they're talking a bit awkwardly. So Gary's the other lawyer. Yes. 
Um, we haven't met Gary. This is the only time we the see Gary. fancy one from Washington. He's a fancy lawyer from Washington. And when they kind of come out of the office and they're kind of chummy. Uh-huh. And then Langley sees Jessica and mm. Abby and the Teddy, mm-hmm. <laughs> the clients. And he suddenly kind of clams up. Mm. And he says, oh, well, that will... Oh, Gary <coughs> says you could drive a freight train through this loophole. Yeah. And then... Um, uh, Boswell kind of clams up and says, oh, okay, well, maybe we should go golfing next time you're in D.C. And kind of shuffles him out the door. Mm-hmm. And then, he, so Gary takes off, and then, like, you kind of get a bit of a beat, and then Morgana walks out of the office as well. Yes. At which point we're like, okay, so they're trying to find a... Break the will. Yeah. Break, a, break a hole in the will. So, um, the, the trio of clients... <laughs> With Jessica, Abby, and the client go into Boswell's office, and it's again, it's a super fancy office. Um, but as they're going into the office, this is when the PA picks up the phone, yeah. and it's Boswell's broker, broker yeah. who wants to talk to him. And she says he's called three times. This is the third time mm-hmm. today. He says, "Well, I'm I'm dealing with something else right now. I'll call him back." And that type of thing is usually significant in murder show. Yeah. Whenever those little, th- what seem like throwaway unconnected events oh yeah no happened. at this point i was like uh, this was throwing up major red flags for yeah me somehow the lawyers involved yeah so. the yeah. lawyers all over this um so they all go in sit down um and jessica and abby basically sort of grill him about the kid the denton's children contesting the will yeah. and i thought didn't the the thing say if they try to contest the will then they all lose their money and they're done. Yeah, so that, that's <laughs> only so if you attempt and fail, right? Then you get nothing. But of course, if you attempt and win, I then see. then you, you I, can win oh, it all. Okay. Um. So he explains that, but he says, "Don't worry about it." Even though this Gary Dean is his specialty is breaking wills. Yeah. But don't worry about it. It's fine. It'll all be okay. Yeah, he's confident it can't be broken. Yep. Um. He he also confirms that Mister Potts is making noises about the lawsuit against. Teddy, and he's going to ensure, but Boswell's going to ensure that every quick draw lawyer around understands that this dog is no pussycat. Yeah. Uh, it does tell him that the uh, the thrust of the will challenge. Yeah, this is the bit that really gets me. Is around the dog being non compass mentis. The and, dog uh, is not of sound mind. Yeah. Why does it matter if the dog's of sound mind? How, how can you tell if the dog is of sound how mind? How can you tell? Yeah. But even if you can tell, why does it matter? Because it's. It's, well, the dog's money. You, 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 can, you, can, you can give money to an insane person. Yes. Just they, would, they wouldn't to... be able to give it to somebody exactly. else. Exactly. So why does... I, I don't understand this at all. No. This is the big hole is... Because he says, oh, it's about whether he's he's of sound mind. And they said, oh, well, Denton was of sound mind. He said, no, that's the dog's being... The yeah. dog being of sound mind. No, this... no. Challenge Denton being yeah. of, not of sound mind. There's, yeah. Whether or not the dog's insane or not doesn't matter. And no, he's a dog. Um... So the PA buzzes again. Yeah, stockbroker. The stockbroker again. He insists. And he just he decides to take the call right yeah. there in front of Jessica and Abby and I the client. I don't think he do much else though. Well, he could walk out of the room and mm-hmm. take it in. Fr- he he has another anyway. phone. Yeah. So, basically, he's he's going to send a check to a stockbroker. Yeah. Uh, and he's even going to put a stamp on it this time. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, he hangs up the phone and he looks at. The, uh, Jessica and Abby and says, ladies, never ever buy stock touted by Spencer Langley. It's the dumbest thing I ever did. My only consolation is that he bought even more of it himself. Yeah. So here's where we figure out that 
Boswell yeah. is doesn't have any well he's mm. he's lost a lot of money on the stock market and so has Spencer mm. and I kind of later on I kind of got the feeling that other the other kids in the family had also probably yeah, speculated on this yeah um Jessica says oh he's in debt and Boswell says right up to his Adam's apple but I also wondered if maybe this was a little bit of a red herring like I don't know he I, just to throw the Jessica off the scent that mm-hmm. maybe oh maybe Spencer like, didn't yeah. have the that problem but he's just trying to sh- you know Spencer had money problems so yeah. maybe he a motive to get yeah. this far so then we cut to the moon on a cloudy night Ooh. and the security guards in his r- security room reading yeah. a newspaper the control room I guess is that what room, you call yeah. it mm-hmm. um and we can hear the dog whining and uh, the security guard Barnsley opens the door and lets the dog in um, and he says, back again, just like clockwork. Well, it's safe in here, as if the dog's Wasn't in danger. danger somewhere else, yeah. Well, it might be, to be honest. But he also says he's going to miss the dog. Hmm. And then I couldn't understand what he said here. I rewound it like six times. I think I he said, un- ar- 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 no, not the dog, Barnsley. Ar- 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 he says, those pings go next week, and so do I. Those paintings, it's the paintings the going paintings. next week. The paintings. Yeah, so you don't, you don't do harsh accents like I do. Oh. Yeah. Paintings. I'm gonna miss you, old boy. Once those paintings are gone, he de- he definitely so did not say paintings. I thought maybe he, he was like pinks. Maybe he was getting his pink slip and he was getting fired. I don't know. The paintings make sense. That's that's definitely what he said. Yeah. So he sees a car on the monitor yeah. and he says, "Here comes trouble," because mm. he thinks that it's Trish. Yeah, I don't understand why he thinks it's trouble though. I, I think mean, she lives there. Trish is just in general trouble. Yeah. And anyway, this person comes out of the car yeah. stumbling terribly and goes yeah. and pushes the buzzer on the gate um and he opens the gate yeah. and then she falls down right between conveniently right on right the, in the middle, uh, of, middle the, of the road where of the, the gates, gates would close yep um so he goes oh well i better go check on her mm. and he leaves teddy in the security room and he goes off to check on trish yeah. He starts, it's this weird, like, he's, like, walking through the garden, and he's, like, he's, like, peering around, like, it's super foggy yeah. or something. I don't understand what's happening. Well, Teddy looks at CCTV monitors. Yeah, Teddy, Teddy's in the security he office. Does. I don't quite get this. why he left the dog in there, to be honest, but just in case, by accident, something, like, what happens I mean, happens, what are but, these gates? Well, I, yeah, <laughs> they, should, they should be, like, Star Trek doors. They should be shutting at the speed that the Star Trek doors shut at, unless they be oh anything. Oh, so... So he's like right, he 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 gets he, to the end, of, to the end must, of the driveway. What, what must be a five mile long driveway yeah. because and the doors he's begin like, to shut. Trish, Trish, move! He sees the gate starting yeah. to close. Move, Trish, move! And she doesn't. And then it's just I. You assume that her head's been crushed or yeah. chopped off, yeah. or we don't really know what happened to her. No, but those the, the gates shut all the way. They do shut all so, the way. You know they've really. I mean, these must be some. Yeah. forceful gates mm-hmm. and then we see the dog in the security room barking away and yeah. pushing but well not well no, he's, he's, going he's got his feet up yeah, on the yeah, counter yeah. and he's he's barking away obviously his trainer is sort of sitting in the yeah. corner waving a treat at him so then we get we cut to the police all over this front driveway mm-hmm. like there's like 10 police there's officers of them here, yeah. um, with metal detectors yeah. and and so on and that we just see that little scene, and then we cut to the family all in this sitting room together, giving statements. And Morgana says that she saw her sister's she saw it. Rise. Not the accident; she saw her sister yeah. rise. 
um, her spirit rise. Her sister's yeah, her sister's ghost rising up and crying like a morning dove. Yeah, do morning doves cry like that? I mean, I like, heard it like a morning dove, like a like a sad morning, oh, not a um, morning oh, like right, good okay. morning. Mm-hmm. I have yeah, I have it's like called, a mo- yeah. yeah with a, a morning with a u dove. A morning with a u dove. It might have been a morning with no, a, you're right. Yeah. I think that makes much more sense. All right, um, but Echo says that her mom's just upset. Her first real ghost, she says. And oh, yeah. Believe her. <laughs> so she's finally recognised that she's been in Maine all up for years. Um, and the sheriff says, well, that's a strange time to have been looking out the window. Hmm. Well, at 2 a.m. apparently hmm. it was. Um, but Morgana says, I'm always up at that time of night. My aura thrives on moonlight. Yeah. Where did this woman come from? None of her other family is no, like this. No. There's no reason for her to be... Yep. <sighs> Um, apparently, though, she heard the car horn and looked out mm. the window. That's what actually happened. Um, and her apparently her bedroom has the only clear view of the gate. So Boswell shows up. Um, the sheriff prepares to ask some more questions. And then the deputy shows up to say that they dusted for prints. Uh, and there was a paw print on that gate button. Da, da, da. Um, I wrote, this is all too much. <laughs> The kids want the dog in a little electric chair. <laughs> Only the guard is likable here. Um, at this point, yeah, Echo actually kind of cheers. Mm, yeah. It's like, your aunt is dead. Yeah. Like, why are you cheering that the hey, dog's no, going to well, get they're, the they're little electric chair? They're going to strap that little doggy in and give him a little kibble and then flip the switch. Um, so Boswell's, you cannot possibly think that a dog is capable of murder. Um, and Abby, stupidly, says, of course not. He'd have to be trained. The animal trainer says, yeah. And then everybody stares at her. Yeah. Um, cut to Jessica, mm-hmm. doing Jessica thing, mm-hmm. of Seven. wandering through the yeah, murder site. she wasn't on hand on knees this time. <laughs> not yet. Head bumping into the um, detective. And she gets all chummy with one of the deputies. Uh, she asked Deputy Will. She Deputy already Will. knows him somehow. Yeah, we haven't met Deputy Will yet, but she's yeah. like, hi, Will, yeah. how's it going? Yeah. And Will is unable to get a coat in a bag. Yeah, he's... <laughs> fur coat in a bag, yeah. he is struggling. Yeah, he's trying to fold up, but Jessica's yeah. like, oh... Oh, no, he, she says this, she needs a woman's touch. Oh, that's right, okay. Sexism does work both ways. Oh, my God. Um, but while she's folding this fur coat... Mm. Um, do you fold a fur coat? Well, if you're going to put it in an evidence bag, you do. I mean, I guess... She notices that the seams are torn, just like in her driving coat. Uh, She doesn't drive, of course. No? Jessica can't drive. Maybe it's her golf drive. Is there a special coat for golf drives? Driving? Um, I mean, I don't think she plays golf either. There's certainly no evidence of that. I don't know. Maybe it's just a style of coat. Oh, no, sorry. She says her car coat. I have written down that she has her car coat. Do you have a special coat for your car coat? An over-over coat. (laughs) When you're as rich as Jessica, you've got a wardrobe full of overcoats of various transports. She's got a boat coat, a car coat, a hovercraft coat. Yeah. So she starts looking around and she goes over to talk to Barnsley. He explains that he locked the door when he left Teddy in there, um, but that his view of the gate was obstructed for just a moment. Um, So she then asks to see Morgana's room. And there, she just she just goes on it. He he yep. shows her how to get right there, there, and yeah. she just goes right on into Morgana's room and mm. looks out the window, and she gives a sort of knowing Jessica nod, like, mm. "Oh, I've got it now. Yeah. I know what happened. We're good." 
the guard mentions he heard the night bird mm-hmm. on his way down. And of course, so did Crazy Lady. Yep. So He says a mockingbird, I think, yeah. doesn't he? Um, so apparently there's something that adds up. Like the two, yeah. the, there was a bird. Yeah, there was a bird noise. that made a noise. Yeah. So Abby is now in the kitchen making some tea. Mm. Jessica walks in and makes Which I'm a... glad she was making tea because she has an English accent, yes. the actress. And it is clear that yes. she is from England. Well, yes. Made clear later on she's from England. But so Jessica makes sure tea. we all know that she's from England. Yeah, that's And right, so yeah. just as I suspected under stress, the English always head for a teapot. And that's right. Um, it's what the English do in a crisis. Yeah. tea. <laughs> Boswell then comes in too and says that the patients are screaming for their medicine, referring yeah. to the children. Needing alcohol. Yep. And so he needs some ice. Abby directs him to the ice bucket. He climbs up on a step stool to get the ice bucket down. And Jessica notices he has grease marks on his trousers. How slovenly. Dun, dun, dun. Two of them. He claims to have had a flat tire on the way mm. over and got some grease on his legs and jessica's going you're a liar that is my bike <laughs> chain because i can't ride drive a car i only ride a she bike she knows all about bicycles yeah. um and she she really gets into the questioning here yeah. as she oh, just wait, goes wait, where did you have the flat tire yeah, when, when was that yeah so she, he, he but he has answers just answers, like ready yeah. so half an hour bef- yeah before uh, the before killing the... and uh, before the arrivals or whatever oh, what? oh yeah he was half a mile away and it delayed him for about 20 yeah. minutes he said um she notes that if somebody nobody it, went past them yeah basically she asks yeah. if anybody went past he says no. no which means that any killer would have have to be in the house yep although i mean is this just a is this this road just stops I think it must at their be house? Up, yeah this must be the drive yeah all right uh relatives from the other room start shouting for ice bring the ice where's the ice I remember uh, half a mile away as well um uh no thought from Jess uh, of any potential killers uh, walking. No. Or doing anything other than driving a car. Killers don't walk. No, right. No, no. Killers always drive cars. Right, okay. <laughs> um, so, Denton, no, not Denton. Denton's dead. Yes. Boswell. <laughs> Lawyer. <laughs> Lawyer. Lawyer heads to the freezer and JB says she has something to get the grease right out. So I'm no, wondering if she wants to do the thing yeah, from the... Yeah, the eggs and the lime and the soda. Yeah, and then she'll the somehow give him episode. an alibi. <laughs> um, he says, what is it? Nah, Her the, Yankee... Yeah, Yankee frugality. Frugality, yeah. yeah. So he says, he says no, we need cleaning anyway. Yep. Yeah. And leaves with the ice bucket. Um, and, and Abby says, oh, first Denton's dead, then Trish is dead. And they've all but accused her of training Teddy to kill mm. Trish. And JB says that maybe Abby didn't, but somebody must have. So, yeah. yeah somebody must have trained somebody the dog. Somebody must have trained yeah. the dog. It wasn't kill. Abby. Then. I mean, there's no chance that the dog was just excited and pushed the button mm. by himself. No. I'm just glad that Jessica went, somebody must have done it. And it certainly wasn't me. <laughs> Nobody mm, suspects me. Definitely wasn't me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... She settles on the discussion about that it's a whistle. It must be a whistle. Because she asks Abby, well, how could you train a dog to mm-hmm. act? And eventually Abby says, oh, you need to give it some sort of command or a treat or something. Yep. Then she goes, oh, or a whistle. Yeah. So then we cut to Boswell standing in the sitting room again with everybody. Mm. And he's standing up for the dog, um, saying somebody's framing the dog. Yeah. Spencer says that Boswell should be careful what he says because he knows a thing or two about slander laws. Mm. I mean, you're just talking to somebody in a private room. I don't think slander really 
Well, do you know who knows more about slander the laws? The lawyer. Yeah, the yeah. lawyer knows more. Yeah. Um. Basically, Tom tells Spencer to shut up. Yeah. Tom's there too, by the way. Yeah. Nice, Tom. Um. And Boswell says the dog is perfectly normal. And then Morgana mumbled something about how the dog could be possessed. Because mm. possession is real, That's she, right, says. she says. Yeah, yeah. And then, like their house is going to be repossessed when they've got any money. <laughs> And then Abby and Jessica walk into the oh. room with some of the worst fake acting. Abby drags her in. Oh my gosh. So, you think you could get away with murder? Well, think again, because my cousin has it all worked out. Then everybody looks at them. Yep. And Jessica actually does, I think, some quite good acting here. <laughs> and goes, what the hell? Well, yeah. what, what are you doing? <laughs> I, need I think to she's talk- channeling disappointment in the other actress's <laughs> performance. Yeah. She, she wants to talk to the sheriff privately. Yeah. Um, but Spencer insists they all hear. And the sheriff says he has little time for theories, private or otherwise. So just go out and say it. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have time for it, why are you telling her to say it? Uh, and and whatever it is, it, given that the likelihood is that uh, one of these people in the room is the killer, mm-hmm. you'd think the sheriff would be much more sensible and go, okay, let's go down to the station and talk about it. Or in the other room or whatever you don't let her you know put risk on herself by disclosing who she thinks the killer is or yeah. how so then she says it could have happened like this and it, i thought it was interesting that she she uses the word it could have happened like yeah. this well she's having a she never does that when it's one-to-ones with the sheriff so right. since she's in front of everybody she wants to make sure she can so they don't bump her off right. five minutes later so um basically what jessica's saying is trish comes Oh, uh, so the car, Trisha's car comes in the driveway yeah. and somebody got out and yeah. pushed the buzzer, but nobody spoke into the intercom. Yeah. So Barnsley, the security guard, didn't hear he just Trisha's voice. Trish, he just yeah. assumed it was Trish because she was walking drunkenly, her car, her, car, her coat, yeah. and so on. Um, then, so Barnes opened the gate and he went out and then we, when he couldn't see the gate or when he couldn't see the, the person lying on the ground, that person got up. Dragged Trisha's body out of, or Trisha's unconscious body out yeah, from the car, out put the her car, back in the coat, laid her down, laid her down. Put, yeah. And that's what Morgana saw as the ghost rising. Was the other was actually person the other person standing up? Yep. And at this point, because they show like as they show this yep. happening as if yeah, yeah, I could have sworn it was Echo. All right. Okay. It looked. It. I could have sworn I saw blonde hair. I could have sworn it was Echo, right. and I was convinced that. This was Echo at this right. point. Even though, like, everything in me was saying that it wasn't Echo. Yeah. Like, seeing that, I just thought, well, that's who it has to be. Right. Especially since it, it was definitely, there was definitely blonde hair. Mm. And it was, so that must have been Echo or... A wig. Or Morgana. But Morgana was in her room. Morgana's got dark hair. So. Well, it was lightish. Mm. But anyway, yeah. I was sure it was Echo. Mm. And again, maybe maybe it was Echo, and the maybe the actress just played that role. Well, the or or this. like I said, they they rewrote parts of it. Yeah, well, and that's it, possible. Yeah. So. Um, so as they get they finish it up by saying that the way that they got the dog to press the button was to use a, a whistle that the sound of right. the birds yep. was actually like a call to Teddy, and um, they find the whistle. On the grounds. Actually, at this point, they don't talk about they the birds. They do, right, it's okay. Just, just a, there's a dog whistle. There's a dog they, whistle. Yeah. Oh, they fa- they found a dog. This is, yeah. yeah. One of the deputies comes in comes and says, hey, look one. what we found. Yeah. It's a dog whistle. Convenient, as she's just mentioned, that that's what it was. Yeah, and it has Abby's Somebody's initials, initials on, on it. it. It's Abby's, yeah. Um, so, there we go. Abby did it. Mm. Done. Yeah, and, 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 and so we got to the jail. 
Yes. See Abby lying down on the side of the jail cell. Talking bed, away. Talking away, and the camera pans over to see somebody else locked in another cell, and it's Teddy. The dog. Who presumably has been charged as an accessory after the fact, or before the fact, I suppose, depends. Maybe he's a conspirator. It's hard to tell uh, what he's been charged with here. He's a dog. Um, Why is the dog in jail? Uh, in, well, in the human jail. Yeah, and he, he's a pretty small dog. Yeah, he can just like walk through those bars. Get through them. But they're going to remain in the jail until we get to the coroner's inquiry. Yep. Um, so, we see that it's raining in town. Yeah. They cut to this. It's a strange little scene where it's just rain falling mm. on a town. But you see a sign for exit 20, US Route 202. Right. And actually, thinking about it now that, now that I know it's in Virginia, maybe that does go that far? No. Uh, I googled it. It right. only goes as far south as Philadelphia, at least according to Google. Mm. But I didn't I didn't zoom in, so maybe that, it continues. That might be today's road as well. That's true. So. Yeah. So that's, that's when I was like, where is this? Yeah. Because... It didn't seem to go far enough mm. south for my liking yeah. to be somewhere in the south. Anyway, so for some reason they give us this little... Well, the rain scene is there to help with the next bit, which is the lawyer driving Jessica back to the house. Right. And she has to get pulled over because she wants to walk the rest of the way. Oh. And so when the car leaves, because it's been wet, you can see the tire treads. So... That is then established later that he's not got a brand new tire on his uh, thing because the tread is where is even. She has, like, quantum eyes somehow to be able to pick out these details from tires like that. Yeah, I, that really Could bothered me. Could be the front me. tire, uh, which you wouldn't see the tire pattern of because yeah. that's then run over by the rear tires. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that was that was the that's a, that's the setup reason for why you've seen the range shot, but secretly she wants to search for a bicycle clip. So that's why she's been asked to get dropped off there um, so that she can wander around the road looking for it. Right. So while she's searching, uh, the deputy, Will, I think again, pulls his sheriff's car up beside her. And he has, I don't know if he's, he has what must be the world's largest cherry light on top of the car. <laughs> it's, it's four times larger than any other police light in history. It's gigantic. It looks like it's held on by an entire roll of uh, tinfoil that's been melted in there. It is, is ridiculously proportioned. It looks like a comedy car. Anyway, he pulls up and asks her, uh, you know... Uh, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? Do you need any help? And, um... She says a bicycle yeah, clip. Yeah, she just says a bicycle clip. And he clip. says, what's a bicycle clip? Yeah. And she says, you'll know it when you see it. Uh, yeah, and, and you won't because it's just a little bit of metal. So. And it's not even a bike, really a bike. I, I looked this up and she explains it later as well. It's a clip that goes on your trousers. Yeah, it's it's not your... really a bicycle clip. It's a trouser clip. Yeah, so it's, you use it when you're bicycling. Yeah. So you use it to roll up, keep, keep the right, or yeah, keep the right leg rolled up so it yeah. doesn't tra- trail on the oil yeah. or the chain. But, um... But it's just a little metal ring. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't look at that and be like, yeah, oh, this uh, that, is it. Yeah, exactly. If you don't know what a bicycle clip is, you she wouldn't She could have said it's kind of a little metal ring. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Not anyway, you'll know it yeah. when you see it. That's not helpful. So they want us to know if they've got any of the fancy metal detectors, but he says he doesn't have one, but he can mm-hmm. get one if she, if they need to. Yeah. And then they, they just leave that. Yeah. Uh, we don't see her find it. No. 
but apparently she did find it or mm. it was found so I don't know what happened there I'd also like to point out when I googled what a bicycle clip was almost every single one that came up on my search was plastic mm, yeah nowadays they would be Yeah. maybe they weren't plastic I think they were back a bit then more, yeah, yeah. robust then alright so we cut to Jessica JB on a horse and yeah and uh, Echo yep and Echo horse. rides up next to her um, and did you see the other thing from IMDb as well? I don't know, that's when I looked up. No. When they pull in, you actually see there's a guy lying down on the in the corner, like with a red shirt on, and he's obviously the horse trainer. So he keeps the attention of the horse and keeps right. it still. But you see his head and his, the top of his shirt <laughs> just at the bottom right-hand corner of the screen <laughs> as they ride in. So Jessica asks if Echo has seen Spencer because his horse is gone. Uh and but she hasn't so not much use she says where are you going and jessica says i'm off to see a man about a dog bite which way to the pots farm mm. again this echo didn't need to be there for this no like it it could have been anybody else i don't I, yeah i think echo was not necessary in this episode so off jessica goes awkwardly riding across the property and then just ties the horse up on a tree yeah. And she sees Mr. Potts standing there using his chainsaw to cut some wood. I'm trying to, anyway. Yeah. He's got his... The bandage that was on his arm yeah. is wrapped around his shotgun muzzle. Yeah, which is like a solid piece. Yeah. Of it's not like a actual... <laughs> it's, it looks, it's a fake bandage. It looks like somebody thing, yeah. took like a, a white pool a noodle yeah. and like wrapped it around his arm. Um, so JB does a bit of trespassing. Yeah. Runs across his property, grabs the bandage, and runs back off. He's got his chainsaw going so he doesn't hear anything. Um, but she gets back to what was previously a brown horse, and it's Sawdust standing there tied to the tree. And Spence is there, too, and he says he took the liberty of putting her horse back in the stable. How? She was gone for, like, five seconds. Yeah, and back in the stable. Yeah. That's not the stable where it came from. No. So They're at the pot's the house. Yeah. <laughs> like, why did he take her horse? Like, what is well, I know why he took her horse. That makes sense. But, but he tied up another horse for yeah. her to take. So if anybody's looking for her. They won't see her horse tied up. Right. But okay. anyway, it's not going back into the stable. It's just going into the stable here. Yeah. yeah. And then anyway. we cut to inside the stables, mm-hmm. where Potts is maniacally waving a gun around. Uh, yeah, like shotgun right in her face. Just just waving everywhere. He crosses yeah. over Spencer. He crosses over everywhere. Just looking like... just. The most stereotypical crazy yeah. hillbilly. I like, don't, I don't want to go to jail again. <laughs> Um, so basically in this we- scene, the sween, yeah. the scene, we learn that Spencer worked with Potts to just fake the dog bite attack yeah. issue. Um, Potts says that they'll go to jail unless they shut Jessica up and then shakes the shotgun at her some more. And Jess is like, you're not killers. Yeah, you'll get ho- off. Ho- hopefully. I mean, you'll, you'll just, con- just confess to fraud. You'll get off lightly. Which they do later, yeah. I'll get to. And she also says, though, once I reveal the, the killer's identity, nobody will care about a little bit of fraud. <laughs> I, I think they will care. I'm going to do just hashtag white privilege. Like, <coughs> this is Virginia. If these if these guys weren't white, they would have been in jail for... They'd have been strung up. Yeah. Mm. Anyway... Time, time to begin the wrap-up scene <laughs> as we head to the coroner's court. Oh, my goodness. So we're in the courtroom, 
courtroom is that the right word it is, for this? Right, it, is yeah. it a courtroom it's a real court yeah, yeah. so oh, yeah this year. is where the the judge is basically just like he looks the coroner, at, no. so uh, yeah. is it the corner because yeah, he basically he basically rules on the fraud yeah. so there's a good corner acts as a judge really right this. But for, although for he can't the... he can't he can't rule on the fraud that's but he does yeah he's pretty he made by the judge and the coroner quite frankly in these little areas so he basically just says uh he's been formed about the plot between spencer and potts and that, that it was a stupid thing to do and bangs his gavel and that's been sorted yeah like all right next yeah. up let's deal with the rest no, they of this confessed, you know uh, and a deputy wanders in with some sort of mechanical device, which turns out to be an intercom. So I see all this electricity, electrical stuff, and again, I'm like, oh, it's Echo. Like, mm. they're doing something electronic here. Echo mm, they're had... They're demonstrate how she did it, uh, yeah. Yeah, but it... Mm. it... Again, everything in me was saying it wasn't Echo, that it was yeah, who it was. Lawyer, I yeah. was right. It, it was a lawyer. But at the same time, like, all of these little things adding up to being mm. Echo as well. It was quite annoying. But the judge does a nice little bit to introduce Jess uh, to the court. And, and his, it says, Jessica will be here as an amicus curiae. And for you yahoos, <laughs> who in the British back. by presumably means by yahoos, the people who somehow skipped Latin class. Uh, <laughs> I think he's looking right at Potts. That means friend of the court. I mean, why the hell would Potts know? Why would anybody other uh, than no, a no, lawyer know, know that amicus curiae means friend of the court? But so Jessica Stinsman says, I hope I don't sound too much like a school teacher. Yeah, you are a school teacher. <laughs> you probably will come across as a school teacher. But it doesn't really matter. No. And actually, she doesn't come across as a school teacher because she's interviewing a dog witness. And she calls her star witness. She calls her I witness. I call Teddy. <gasps> da, da, da. This definitely feels like it inspired a lot of Phoenix Wright on oh, the Nintendo. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful courtroom drama here. So Jessica has the button from the security room, and she puts it on the table next to the dog. Yeah. And the dog's sitting there in Looking the stand, yeah. like, oh, on, a, well, chair, on yeah. a chair. Um, And so this this thing that, the, oh, it's Will who set up, the deputy that set this all up is mm. Will Roxy, yeah. who she was friends with earlier. So she basically has Teddy go into the other room with his intercom, Mm-hmm. Not Teddy. He has she he will, will go into the, will yeah. go into the other room with the intercom, and, and they have it and blow the whistle. Yeah, the whistle that belongs to Abby. Yep, is blown into the intercom, and nothing happens yeah. because the intercom is incapable of. She explains that that's sound. an ultrasonic whistle. I don't understand why the dog couldn't hear it though, because as it says, it's an ultrasonic whistle, and he's only about ten meters away. He should be able the door shut. That he probably would have. But heard it, either way, the dog hasn't been trained to use the whistle. No. So the dog, sure. whether or not the dog could that. hear it through yeah. the intercom, doesn't matter because the dog's not been trained to respond to it. That, I think. Don't maybe, I think maybe he does bark or something. Yeah. Anyway, he doesn't, doesn't do what matter. he's supposed to. In he doesn't comments. push the button. Yeah. So, um, she then asks Mister Barnes if he heard any noises on the night, and he says crickets and a mockingbird. Morgana says that she saw her sister rise with the call of a bird. So Jessica believes that the bird call is the important thing here. Um, and then Jessica goes through this sort of long talk about how it's possible to tie everything together, but mm. we shouldn't be tying everything together, but we should be tying everything together. She needs to look at forth. it as a different way, that it's not two separate cases, but it is two separate cases. And, yeah. yeah. And then she basically just says, yeah, it was, it was the lawyer. It was the lawyer, yeah. yeah. So Denton's death, the attack on Potts and Trish's murder. Those were the sort of three different yeah. elements. We've already established that the attack on Potts was fake. Um, she's already explained how Trish's murder happened, which was yeah. 
the rising body yeah. replacement. So it was just a question of Denton. what happened to Denton, and it turns out that... It turns out, well, as, as in, the, in the world according to Jessica, she's like, well, what must have happened is yeah. that the lawyer convinced Trish to drug her father's horse mm-hmm. so that she could inherit, presumably telling her that the will currently is set for her to inherit. Yep. Behind Jess in this scene mm-hmm. is the Sons of Confederate Veterans in Virginia. On a big flag thing. Right, okay. And I also noted there are two Confederate flags in the courtroom and only one Stars and Stripes in the courtroom. I was very tired last night when I was watching this, so I hadn't noticed any of the background elements. So I thought that was... uh, So the Confederates somehow outnumber the Americans here, definitely. And uh, Sons of Confederate Veterans in Virginia, um, Pennant. So she disproves the tire change theory. Yep. Saying that she had seen that he had an even tread on all four tires <laughs> somehow. And, uh, you know, the spare would be a new tire and therefore would have a deeper tread. So then basically, yeah, he took Trish out afterwards to dope her up or with alcohol. He liquored her yeah, up. Yeah, he liquored her up and then dumped her on the ground afterwards. Um, and he'd already trained Teddy to do this, so he it was very much premeditated. Sort and she, of... So she gets the deputy to blow a bird call. Yep. And now Teddy presses the button and then immediately leaps off of his seat and runs over to the lawyer and begs for a treat. Yeah. And then he collapses in his chair and starts crying. Yep. Um, there were other things happened, but none of it's really... There's that's, a whole bicycle the clip and... Him being like, oh, this is all inane. Uh, Jessica steamrolls him, and then, yeah. uh, and then that's it. Yeah, he breaks down and goes, well, all right, yep. okay. So it looks like it's off to him. It's great. There's, a, I don't, they don't use the coroner's court, I believe, ever again. Right. Which is really, really a shame because the coroner's court, you don't have to follow much of the proceedings that go on in the real court. So, I mean, you call anybody to do anything if you want in the coroner's court. You just have to establish cause of death. Uh, but she uh, obviously saves him the cost of a trial, presumably. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I presume he'll plead guilty because he's he's not even had he's not been arrested yet. So, um, I don't know if they'll be able to the law firm a, a plea deal or just take the fact that they can prove it or not. But yeah. So we cut to sort of a little end scene. Um, Abby and Jessica are talking. Abby's packing her bags, and Jessica she's says going that back to Kent. she's going back to Kent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she had a Kent accent. Uh, well, she might have come from Rich Kent. Maybe Rich Kent, yeah. yeah. Definitely not from our part not of Kent. Not from our part, no. <laughs> um, and then... Tom's truck. No, no, wait, wait, before yeah. this. Um, Abby says that she just doesn't understand why he did it. I mean, it was for the money. Yeah, right? it. I wrote here, are you daft? Yeah. <laughs> like... It's well, ins- I mean, you were in the room when yeah. the stockbroker called and he said he was he was in debt and just that Spencer was in more debt. And, and then Jessica says, well, it's simple. Fifteen million <laughs> you controlled the dog, the, controlled the money. Yeah. Like, this is not a complicated thing here. Short um, so, Abby said it's indefensible. Indefensible. And Jessica says, no, not to a good lawyer. <laughs> so then Tom pulls up in his big blue truck. Mm, with his massive CB radio. Turns antenna. out he's getting the dog. Yes. And they have a little chat. Apparently, all the cash. And the money. Uh, no, all the cash is going. So she, Jessica says to Tom, What's it like um, taking care of a dog's finances? And he says, Oh, all that money's going to a dog charity. All right. He decided because he doesn't need it. No, I know he doesn't need it, but it belongs to the dog. 
the dog wanted to help his doggy friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be prosecuting for that. He's, he's obviously <laughs> gone mad. Um, and he adds that the the other relatives, so Spencer and yeah. Echo and Morgana, can all get jobs or starve. Yeah. Because it's that simple. Yeah. Um, and then he 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 throws the dog in the back of his truck. You actually he actually like drops the dog, yeah. and you hear him go "oops" yeah. as the dog like goes like Bonk. crashing to the back of the truck. Um, and then they drive off. And yeah, as you drive off, a nice little yeah, you camera see the, pans to see so the back of the truck, yep. which says, uh, I didn't know it's Cassidy. What's his surname? Uh, sorry, something like Cassidy's. Cassidy's stud farm, stud puppy, farm. puppy farm, or whatever. It's not a puppy farm. It's a stud yeah. farm, and then it says home of the millionaire stud. Yeah, and then you see the dog like sitting <laughs> with his little feet yeah. on the tailgate as the car drives down yeah. the road. There we go. So he's up for a lifetime of sex. That's it. I mean, it was never established that he was like a well-bred dog or anything. So, but I mean, he's. It's also the home of the murderer stud. So. Oh, there we go. Anyway, there's the end of this song. This concludes that episode. So, what did you think of this episode? (laughs) Oh my goodness! This is one of the best. No. This is the highlight. This is scoring uh, tens across the board, I think, here. Oh, God. Oh, I, I, I enjoyed this one. I enjoyed right. it for the wrong Whether reasons. You, we'll but, get to yeah. enjoyability. Yeah. That's yeah. not... All right. Start with plot. <laughs> okay. What did you think of the plot of um, this, this thing? I mean... It's there's a, there's a lot of um, addendums to, to make it even meet the minimum criteria for plot. I think I think it does though, you know. Uh, you know, a couple of murders, that's not bad. Uh so I I'm but but it it's a bit hard to give it credibility. Um so in terms of plot, I'm I'm gonna go for five. I think that is incredibly nice of you. And I'm 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 tainted by, by how much I enjoyed it. But the, there's a separate spe- section for enjoyability. But that, Enjoyment. they're all intertwined. You can't judge no, the plot. No, no, this it, plot was awful. This it's plot was horrible. horrible. It was awful. There were two killings. There were two different people. I don't people care how many killings out. there were. But that's the plot. They treated the dog like a human. Aye. They put the dog in jail. They put the dog on the stand. Dog witness. You see, you're, puni- you're, you're triple punishing because it all starts with treating the dog as human. That, so that's the first mistake. All the other things come from doing the same thing. All they were were consistent. This is strength for the plot. No. They made one mistake and then they stuck with it. I'm <laughs> in serious disagreement here. I also feel Eight. like... Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like the whole echo issue really yeah, bothered me. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like that... That's kind of execution, that's kind of plot, but yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... With, like I'm going to downgrade it here with plot because right. I feel like... She had a part. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, yeah but it it didn't happen. And things like, oh, her crazy hairstyle. No, she just has normal hair. Electronics. And, and her like, electronics. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah, I'm going to give it a three. Three? For plot. Sorry. And I, I also... Sons of Confederates. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't really help its case, does it? <laughs> I kind of feel like, as well, that... I was pretty sure it was Bosley from very early on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The signs were all there. Yeah. Great. So, but that's, uh, that's not uncommon in Montessori. Okay, so execution. How do you think they pulled off this this um, thing? Uh, to be fair, I think uh, I think for me this is a... Oh. S- Sorry, I just wanted to read what Judah had to say. All right, okay, I'm going to blow up. Um, he says that JBS 
Oh, no, that's the part. Uh, oh, yeah. JB asserts without, I think, any evidence that Trish killed Denton. But I guess none of that matters since her dog witness solved the other crime for her. And Trish is dead, of course. And Trish is dead. But this is an insane story based on a hair-thin premise that a dog can be held mentally incompetent on the grounds of having committed a murder. If I didn't know there were a lot more episodes of Murder, She Wrote coming, I would have guessed that they were out of ideas and looking at an early cancellation. <laughs> so the, so I, I think he's... I don't know if he's maybe missed something or I'm missing something. But the Trish killing is because the lawyer told her she was going to inherit it. Yes, but Jessica had no evidence of this. No, but that's the, the, that, that does make sense in terms of... But there's no evidence... Well, there's no evidence, but perhaps that will come from the lawyer confessing that that's what he did. You don't have to just rely on the dog. And he looked like he was going to have to confess to avoid the death penalty, so... We'll see, yeah. Anyway. I, I was about to say we'll see, but we won't see. No. This is done and over with. So, execution. Back to that. Yeah. Um. See, I'm going to go for a six. There were there were bits that were quite good. I think there were other bits that were missing. I think it's really hard. I think I, I didn't like the tire track bit. It being excuse no, me that way. No, the tire track thing really not, annoyed me. It's not obvious. I think in in the 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 coroner's court. I'm not sure we really executed that very well. I get <laughs> that they want to get it over and done with at the end, so they can't wait for a real trial without having had mm-hmm. six months to two years passing. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'll go with six. Much more on that. Um, I have to compensate for your lower scores here. Um, I'm just gonna go sort of middle ground with this one with a five. Uh-huh. I don't. I, there was nothing really standoutish no. to me. Again, the echo thing. I've 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 given I've moved the echo thing to plot, so I won't punish it there. Punish well. it there as well. But there was nothing great about it. But there was nothing. Right. As far as execution is concerned, nothing awful about it either. So, Judah says, a bizarre cast of characters, all of whom have... Oh, the accents, though. Yeah. Oh, they're all family and none of them have the same accents. They all went to different schools, you see. Is that what it is? Different private schools. Mm -hmm. Some in Switzerland, some in Mm. uh, England, some in uh, California. A lot of them in California. So, Judah says... Um, all who ha- they all have different accents. Two murders that relied on as much as on chance as anything else, which is also a good point. Like mm-hmm. the 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 fact that Denton died. Like the likelihood of him dying. Mm-hmm. He this man's been riding horses all of his life. Even mm-hmm. though he's eighty years old and he's on this you know bulletproof horse, doesn't mean that he's gonna die when it, it takes it, off running. It doesn't. Him. But this seems like it was a low risk attempt, though. What was gonna you know if he gets injured or whatnot it doesn't probably doesn't really matter yeah I guess um but then he wouldn't have been murdered and no he wouldn't he would have gotten the next thing maybe yeah um a murder happy hillbilly and a trained dog this is one where they need to make the prime suspect someone JB likes or else there would be no reason to care about any of this nonsense <sighs> this man doesn't love dogs at all what you've got everything you've got to care about Teddy. He's been dragged through the ringer here and he's going to be in that little doggy electric chair. Don't forget. Character development and world building. Uh, uh, there's some. You know, we're getting a cousin, we're getting a surname of a cousin, the fact that she's from Kent, so she's got uh, English relations, which is then um, explored further later on in, in the series. Might explain her occasional English accent, uh, mm-hmm. Jessica's. 
I like um, that they, they cut they back went, to Why they went to a British pub? They, yeah, yeah, the throwback. She was oh, phoning in, in San Francisco, if you remember, they went to oh, the yeah, British yeah. pub. I like that they like, cut back to Ethan just to remind us that she lives in Cabot. Yeah, we move and she has friends that she can talk to who would be expecting her back. And Yeah, no, I mean, there were a few things here. Yeah. Not a huge amount, but I think enough to give it a, a six or seven. Mm. What are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a six. I'll give it a seven then, just to, right. just to help a little bit more. <laughs> Solvability. Uh, this was very solvable. Very solvable. I think we knew who this one was. Yeah, uh, very early on. I didn't even pick it. I didn't. Well, I didn't see blonde hairs. Um, yeah, you should go it, back and watch that and see. I if think that, see it. that everything seemed to indicate that the lawyer, the money trouble call, mm-hmm. is there. Mm-hmm. Then the then the confirming one really is the grease on his pants leg. Yeah, um, he did seem to really he. He didn't pause, like, with, like, oh, there's grease on your leg. And he wasn't like, oh, uh, yeah, I had a flat tire. Maybe he was he... better loyal than they anticipated, yeah. I But quick. Yep. So, what are you going to give for solvability? Um, but the thing is, was it too easy to solve? Well, it's, it depends on what you're, what you're looking for. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're solving it because you know it's an episode of Murder, She Wrote. I'm not mm-hmm. solving it in a in a realistic sense because sure. the evidence is meaningless in a, a realistic sense. I just don't. I I like to sort of be going back and forth throughout mm. an episode. Like, oh, was but it you this were one? more back and forth. Than I, I was, was but... but I don't think I was supposed to be. But the things that I was seeing, I feel like I wasn't supposed to see those things, yeah. and that's what was making me go back and forth. Whether it was Echo, because just because they treated Echo so weirdly in the episode. I think that the clues were there to be spotted, and uh, mm-hmm. someone slightly more subtle than others but you're always taking anything that's not directly related to the immediate events to mean that's an important thing that you're supposed to pay attention to the mm-hmm. stop broker call the grease stain she wouldn't talk about them unless they were important uh so but so i think that was very solvable very fair mm-hmm. i thought it was a good a good eight at least eight i'll give it a seven see what judah had to say about that um oh we didn't cover cover We'll, we'll, we'll cover do, them do both. That, yeah. So Judas said about world building, JB's English cousin Abby is a horse trainer, just like we learned that porkies and flesh dance <laughs> exist in this universe. And that and JB is aware them. of them. Yeah. This week we learned that Stephen King is a more successful genre author. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. We did talk about Stephen King. By my count, we've seen JB in four states, Maine, New York, Virginia, and California. Yeah. With anecdotal evidence that she's been to Boston as well. Also, she can ride a horse. Sort of. When she goes off riding on that horse, man, she is flopping everywhere, and I don't. But she's she's on it though. She's not she's afraid. She's nope. got you know. She's nope. she's yep. Um, and as so he gave it a six out of ten. As for solvability, I'm afraid that when we I'm afraid when we saw the grease on the trouser leg, the mystery was in the bag. I still think the show has a tendency to create too many other criminals in each of its thirty minute mysteries, but this one played out played pretty fair. Seven out of ten. So, Murder Show is not a 30 minute history. It's like 45 minutes. It's, yeah, so, it's an hour with commercials, just mm-hmm. like Star Trek. This is him, you know, just because you watch five <laughs> episodes every two weeks, don't be subjecting Murder Show to lower standards. We manage 45 minutes every two and a bit. Well, well you know, mostly every week, occasionally. And, yeah. uh, and on that note, as we're about to go on leave, uh, on leave. it may be, well, leave for me, certainly, <laughs> holiday for you. Uh, it will. Uh, it may be harder for us to record. I'm hoping we can record in America when we're on holiday uh, mm-hmm. and see if I can get access to a couple of the episodes. But we'll try. That'd be fun, you know, because well, she's probably going to be sleeping the little one, um, a different schedule to us. I think mm-hmm. she, you know, we we might be awake quicker than we Maybe we'll see. I wake up early. Uh, 
<laughs> you guys, he gets up at four o'clock in the morning. It's lovely. Four o'clock. I didn't even know there was a four o'clock in the morning. Enjoyment. How did we enjoy this episode? I loved it. <laughs> this is a good nine out of ten for me. This is <laughs> mental. This is everything. It's got Confederate sons. It's got a coroner's court. It's got Latin. It's got hillbillies. It's got English people in it. It's got the greatest cinematography of a horse riding moment in history from a pervert. Uh, it's it got the whole shebang. The crazy old cookie lady. It had been ten if they'd used Echo. If Echo had been the weird metal loving mm-hmm. one, uh, where you know, with a spiked collar and whatnot, yeah. it, this would have been a ten. This was brilliant. I also agree that I enjoyed watching this. <laughs> I was pissed off about all the dog stuff, <laughs> and it, there were things that were ridiculous in it, but I did actually enjoy watching it. Yeah, so I'll give it an eight. Oy. So and Judah gave it ten. No. No. <laughs> Eight unlikable characters killing each other during a fox hunting weekend. No wonder it wasn't fun to watch. They didn't even get a cute dog. <laughs> Poor Teddy. Poor Judah. <laughs> he's 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 obviously suffering from eye difficulties because that was a cute dog. <laughs> and this was a ten. great episode. I, he is. He's, yeah, no wonder he's harsh on Star Trek if he didn't think this was enjoyable. <laughs> Uh, his quick hitters, he notes that the opening scene was very efficient in making him hate all of the characters. That quite often happens. Yeah. Um, including Jessica for being there, he says. Mm. Which I have to agree, like, her at a fox hunting event, just, mm. ugh. Um, and, and putting up with Denton, like, leching on her. Yeah. And on her, on her niece at the same time. Mm. Uh, like, we have a much worse episode coming well, up. Well, we can't judge no. these episodes. I haven't watched them, mm. so. Um... He says, where is this episode set? Halfway between England and Kentucky. Um, at the California Ranch, where all outdoor Star Trek episodes were shot. Um, another real unlikable victim trolling his relatives from the afterlife. I think they kind of deserved it. But again, he probably is the reason they were all unlikable. Mm. Um, that, gate's cl- that gate closed with enough force to kill a person, with the force being applied a solid ten feet from the point of contact. That's a wild gamble for a killer to take. What if he placed her slightly wrong and just sort of pushed her aside? How many practice runs did he get in this house full of angry, scheming relatives? So I think he probably broke her neck mm. and then put the body in the way and hoped that nobody would look <laughs> too closely at that as a plan. I think he would have been a bit more uh, sure that he was going to kill her. And then finally he says, are all corners in quests yes, like they this? Are. I hope yep. so. <laughs> if you get the chance, you can. They're all open. Go down to a corners in quest. Or- are there brilliant. usually dog witnesses and criminals breaking down <laughs> in the front row? <laughs> it's non-stop. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. Like, it would make me kind of wish that I had attendant jury duty if, if well, things could know. be like that. <laughs> More about you oh than uh, any quick hitters from you. Uh, I think, I think we covered them. We kind of covered them, so. but we do have a couple from Matt. Mm, Matt Deerham Samage. At, on Twitter. Um, he notes that Mrs... Obviously, we've got a bit of a Star Trek reference yeah. here, so... Mrs. F taught investigator Tuvok all he knows. She straight up calls a dog witness in this wild effing episode. And then um, he again questions the um, the location of this episode, which was very 
confusing. And if you hadn't spotted the Virginia bit. Yeah. Uh, so Judah told me that this one took place in Virginia, but I was confused the whole time. Everybody had a different accent. I thought I saw a Confederate flag in the courtroom. And where were people still going on, like, fox hunts in the 1980s? Well, Matt, they're thinking about bringing fox hunting back in the UK. It's only been out of the U- It's only been illegal in the UK for, like, since I've lived here. So, like, in the last 15 years. Yeah, it was made illegal. And then... Yeah, and they're, they're our new prime minister, and to be fair, the other guy as well that could have been hit become all our the new prime Tories minister. Want to find. They all want to bring fox hunting back. I think actually Theresa May did not want to bring it back. I, I think she know. might have been against it, mm-hmm. but yeah, know. there's probably going to be fox hunting in the UK again soon. Nah, so we'll see. Yeah, the that's... thing is, I don't know. I felt like this fox hunting. There were no foxes. No, this was no, just a bunch of people riding, riding around in their stupid little outfits. With the dogs. I don't think there was actually... Hmm. Fuck. I feel... Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. So, that was that episode. Yes. Next week... Hopefully. Well, the next time we podcast this, we'll have episode six, Lovers and Other Killers. Now, I have a sneaking suspicion this is the one I was referring to about things getting worse. If it is the one, I think that it is. Because there's one episode in season one that I can't watch because it's so <laughs> awful and awkward that I've only ever been able to watch it once. So when I recorded them all recently and I've been watching through all of them, mm-hmm. I had to skip this one. You're going to have so to watch it I will, now. I will, I will, indeed, I have to watch it for this, but it is, um, it's, it's, it's a real treat for the senses, this one. It is awful. Uh, bring a bucket. That's all <laughs> I can say. All right. Well, you've all been warned. Uh, we look forward to hearing your feedback on the next episode. Um, Twitter at Murder Sh- Murder. What is Murder? It? We pod. Are we? <laughs> Who are we? Yeah. At Murder. We, we named pod. all the same thing, so I this know, doesn't I happen. Can't <laughs> so at Murder We Pod, um, you can send us emails. Murder We Pod at gmail dot com, um, and we look forward to hearing what you your have to thoughts say. and everything else. Yeah. Thanks for joining. And maybe us. a few. Hopefully we get one out next week. Uh, we'll that's our... pretty unlikely, <laughs> given that we're flying on the Wednesday and uh, flying on the Thursday, in fact. So yeah, um, maybe we'll get one on the Wednesday because I'm because because we should be here, but we've got maybe. other stuff to do as well. Depends on if she lets us as well. Her Indeed. little boss. Yeah, well, we'll just drug her. Ah, <laughs> um, no. Blend the dog. What? You don't even have a dog. That's all right. <laughs> See you guys next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.